Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your host and head fangirl in charge, and this is the Dailyish Fangirl for July 11th, 2019. Quick side note, if you love what you're hearing and you want to support it, I'd love to have you as a patron. You can send some support my way to help with the hosting fees, equipment upgrades, and all things that produce a show like this. Patreon.com backslash no guilt fangirls is where you can do that if you are so inclined. Now, my regular shows are still on Monday and Thursday as a reminder, but every now and then I like to pop in and just kind of speak my mind on a daily-ish basis. And that's what I'm doing today. We're going to talk about The Lion King. And I'm going to do this briefly. And I'm going to do this as a non-spoiler review. Not that I really think you can spoil The Lion King. Considering the fact that it's been out since 1994. And we've probably all seen it 80,000 times. At least I'm raising my hand over here. Because I have seen it 80,000 times. But uh, just in case you're thinking, oh, I don't want to hear about The Lion King. I want to go in surprised. This is a warning. It's a spoiler free. But at the same time, maybe you don't want to hear it. Maybe you do want to go ahead and click off. I get it. Come back and listen to this after you've seen the movie, which comes out next Thursday night, I think is the opening night. So a week from today. All right. What I have to tell you about The Lion King might break your heart a little bit. Or it may not surprise you at all. I think I went in hoping for the best, but ultimately was not surprised by my personal reaction. And I'll say this, you know, up front. I I am a Disney fangirl. I absolutely love Disney. I love the Lion King movie. I love the story. Uh, you know, I, I should have been the target audience for this, right? So I should have completely bought in from the beginning. However... The first time I heard we were doing a Lion King live action was at D23 Expo. Uh, 2015, I think it was 2015 when we heard this. And my initial reaction was, why? After seeing the movie, <laughs> I still have that initial reaction. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, that being said, it's it's not a bad movie. I just feel like, for me, this was finally where I crossed that line of, was this was remaking this movie necessary? And all along, I didn't see how it was. I, I didn't think it was. And I came out of the movie feeling that same way. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that there weren't amazing points to this movie, that it's not worth your time. It's not worth going to see. Just bottom line, I've seen it once. I don't think I'll see it again. I'm pretty sure if I ever want to watch The Lion King, I'm going to pull out my DVD and watch the animated version. Not going back to this one. Okay. Now, why? <laughs> why would I say those things? Again, I'm going to try to keep this non-spoilery. Uh, first of all, the visualization, everything that they did visually is outstanding and is just as amazing and will sweep you up. And it's, it is everything that you think it's going to be. And it's also generally, you know, my answer as to why this movie was remade. Because they could, because they could make it stunning and it's something we haven't seen on such a grand scale all of that is true and particularly if you're kind of geeky nerdy in that vein of thought then you'll love this okay you'll think this is the coolest thing that Disney has put out in forever however it does have some problems to it and the main problem 
that I can tell you is that getting facial expressions on a lion, you can't humanize a lion when you're trying to be realistic, right? And in the animation version, there was a lot of humanization that was going on that that made us connect to the characters. So then you're relying on the voices and the actors to bring you in to get you to connect to those characters. And here's where I think this live action differs for me than, say, the Aladdin live action. In Aladdin, while we all can agree that you can't replace Robin Williams, it was easier to accept that we were replacing Robin Williams with Will Smith for me because I visually got to see him. I got to see him on camera. I got to see his um, actions and his facial expressions and all of that. And I knew, well, in this, we don't, we don't get that as an option. In this, it's, again, you know, the CGI is there. They've created these animals. It's cool and all, but you are relying on, say, Donald Glover's voice to come through. And I honestly didn't feel him. Uh, I did not feel his strength as an actor. And guys, I love Donald Glover, so this is not a hit on Glover at all. I felt him as Lando. I didn't feel him as Simba. I My ear kept trying to hear Matthew Broderick come through. And so I think that was my struggle. That was my biggest complaint probably for this movie is some of the characters are so ingrained in us and so strong with those voices that because we can't visually see the real actor on screen, uh, it, it was hard to be pulled into that. There are some characters who nailed it, who did a fantastic job. Um, Scar, Timon, Pumbaa, and uh, Shenzi. Shenzi was great too. All of those, you know, I didn't have any any complaints, any problems with, and I thoroughly enjoyed them. I do want to add one note when it comes to the question of can I take my kids to see The Lion King? And you know you're thinking, well, it's Disney. It's a cartoon. It's The Lion King, for goodness sake. Of course my kids are going to want to see this. Of course they can see this. And I will say, for the most part, yeah, they can. They should take them with a caveat. There is a caveat here, guys. Because this is, it's the animated version on steroids, right? They have made this so lifelike and so realistic that some of the scenes are scary. Not just like, oh, that made me uncomfortable or shut your eyes for a little bit. Like, they're scary. The elephant graveyard scene is is pretty intense. The deaths are intense. If you have a child that happens to be, you know, highly concerned about that, even in the animation, maybe either preview or wait a little bit on this one or really, I don't know, take them to the bathroom during those scenes. Those are the biggest problems that a kid, I could see a kid having issues with is that this is not the animated version, which suspends a little bit of belief there. This is full on in your face. It feels realistic. So those are my thoughts as far as a parent review. Language, uh, gore, there's no gore, there's no language. Um, even with Seth Rogen in this, there's no language, guys. Go, Seth, go. So proud of you, man. Um, <laughs> he was fantastic and hilarious. And definitely, I know you've heard this over and over again, but uh, Seth and Billy gave some of the best moments in this entire movie. If you are on social media or you're seeing reactions to it, they, they made the movie worth it for me, okay? All right, so 
this is all to say, I didn't hate it. I really, I really didn't hate The Lion King. I just didn't love it. Um, like I love the original one. This is the first live action that I have actually said, cool, I saw it. I don't need to see it again. All right, that's all I've got for the dailyish fangirl. I'll be back when the next moment strikes. And until then, if you can help other fangirls find us by throwing up those five-star reviews or leave a little comment telling me what you liked, what you want to hear more of, I'm reading them, guys, and I would love to respond to whatever it is you're into because I'm probably into it too. And don't forget to subscribe to the No Guilt Fangirls podcast because these shows are about something different every week. I don't want you to miss something that you'd really enjoy. So don't forget to, to do that as well. See you next time. Come back and fangirl with us again real soon.